Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Check out the original DG Designs at David Gardner's Jewelers, 911 University Drive in front of audio video. Strength and recovery at MakeTheConnection.net. Did you receive a call or message that mentioned Social Security and demanded immediate action? Did the caller know your Social Security number or other personal information and tell you that your Social Security number had been used in connection with the crime? Did you feel worried that your Social Security number might be suspended, your bank account might be frozen or seized, or you could be arrested? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, demand your personal information or instant payment email or text you pictures or documents, or use a real government official's name to gain your trust. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Do not be fooled. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to the Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. From all Willie Wednesday to Beatles Friday, Chip loves his music. Listen in or sing along. Weekdays from 4 to 6, right here. This is KZ&E College Station Brian. In Texas, there's usually just two seasons. We can go from summer to winter in one day. At Superior Air Repair, we're used to the quick change, and we can keep your home or business comfortable no matter what the temperature outside. We are still locally owned and have been serving the Brazos Valley's homes and businesses since 1999. So give us a call today at 979-775-8700 or go online to superiorairrepair.com. I'm Carl Walthall. You can trust Superior Air Repair because you can trust in me. Friday's Fearless Football Forecast Contest, week 12. We're running out of time. Brought to you by Zwerneman Flooring and Chad Jones Law. Ten games up on our website at chippower.com on the contest page. You have until now, between now and 5 p.m. Friday to make your picks. Tiebreaker, SMU of Memphis. Magnolia, College Station, Adam Consolidated, Fulcher. Colorado, Washington State, Kansas State, Kansas, the Sunflower Classic. North Carolina, and Clemson, UCLA, USC. Remember when this used to be a big game? Yeah, you probably don't, but I'm old enough to remember. Baylor and TCU. Oh, they don't like each other. The Cardinals and the Texans. The Cowboys and the Panthers. Those are the 10 games we're picking this week. If you pick better than everybody else, you'll get a prize on Monday. If you don't, you won't. Man, we're getting down to the end. And you people are letting one guy run away with this whole contest. I've never quite seen anything like it, frankly. Somebody do something. Friday's Fearless Football Forecast Contest, a division of sports talk, is America's most loved football pick'em contest. It's brought to you each week of the season by Chad Jones Law and Zwerneman Flooring. So we got that going on for us, which is nice. Uh, Dan Lanning says he ain't going anywhere. He ain't coming to AM. He loves it at Oregon. Uh, Dion says he ain't going anywhere. He ain't coming to AM, no matter what Stephen A. Smith wants. He loves it in Colorado. Uh, Missouri's Cody Schrader put on a show against Tennessee this week. Became the first player in SEC history to record a 200-yard rushing and 100-yard receiving game. He was a walk-on transfer from Division II Truman State. I'm going to tell you, 
He's 5'9 and 214 pounds. Only the 10th player in D1 history with 200 rushing and 100 receiving in the same game. This guy put on a clinic. Missouri's playing Florida uh, Saturday evening. Um, Earl Campbell, Tyler Rose National Player of the Week is Liberty quarterback Caden Salter out of Cedar Hill, Texas. He accounted for five touchdowns, threw for 225 yards, rushed for 41. Liberty swamped Old Dominion 38-10. Let's see, what else? We got Aggie basketball tonight. That's what else. They're at Moody Coliseum on the campus of SMU. 7 o'clock tip tonight, 6.30 pregame on our partner station, 1620 W. T-A-W. And the big doubleheader tonight. I always love this game. The Champions Classic in Chicago, Duke and Michigan State, followed by Kansas and Kentucky. You want to see some good college basketball tonight? This is it. Uh, What else? Mm, Jay Monahan, nah. That's enough of that. Let's hear from uh, Buzz. Now, this is post-game, like, Saturday. Was it Friday? Friday? Friday. But he's talking about his team this year, so I, I, I think it's worth playing. We're going to hear a little bit of buzz. Backcourt that you guys have right now rank among the backcourts you've had in your career coaching. That's good. I think what makes it good is they're really, really good people. And I think that uh, four and Boots... Uh, they enjoy slash brace, embrace uh, the pace and the intensity at which we work. And the older I get, uh, the more I appreciate the parents and the mentors and the coaches uh, from where players come from. I probably pay more attention to that than I should. But I have an incredible relationship with Four's mom and dad incredible relationship with Boots, his dad, his stepmom, his mom. And so in 2023, regardless of what position you play, coaching is different. And I think that the relationship with the adults sometimes is just as important as the relationship with the young adults. And they've been 1,000% supportive since both of those guys got on campus. Yeah, Coach, um, guys talked about rebounding, offensive rebounding, just how much the way you emphasize it. And you, you guys won that battle by 10 points tonight, huge difference in the game. Mm. Um, talk about what it looked like tonight and why you emphasize it so much, obviously. I think our staff is, uh, in, in truth, we probably over-teach and over-coach rebounding on both sides of the ball. Um, we do an incredible amount of study in how we show clips in the numbers that we analytically um, and as our program has evolved Dexter Dennis was a big part of that last year Uh, he has changed our recruiting process in regards to how we even go about recruiting because of rebounding and there's so many things that are byproducts whether it's tempo whether it's free throw rate whether it's rim shot percentage there's so many things that we believe are byproducts of how we go about teaching rebounding and we're trying to recruit to it, and it's a very high priority. We, you know, like um, offense, defense, special teams. Um, we've assigned a coach within the organization. One's the offensive coordinator, one's the defensive coordinator, one's the special teams coordinator, and one's the rebounding coordinator. And so we've 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 turned it into a literally a category. Um, in our prep, in our practice itineraries, 
And so I, I, I do think that tonight that was a big part of us having a chance. Yeah, and, and last thing with that, guys got to be motivated to want to go do it. How do you get them to want to go do it? I, 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 <laughs> this, this probably sounds condescending, and I, I'm not trying to say it in that regard. Um, we, we just try to weave it into the fabric of everything that we do. Um, I, I don't know necessarily how to say this without acting like a coach, but um, here's the pie chart of what we do in practice, and we're going to um, give a very high percentage to what we do in just rebounding because it happens on both ends. So tonight, I, I told our guys that tonight, um, I'll probably skew the numbers because I'm worn out, against Oakland, there were 72 rebound opportunities in that game. Against Dayton, there were 86 rebound opportunities in that game. And I told our guys that the line on that tonight was going to be 82. And it ended up being 80. And so um, two day before prep and practice, one day before prep and practice, day of the game shoot around, the attention that we give to it in the locker room and in film sessions, uh, it's just a, it's a, it's woven into everything that we do. Uh, Buzz, Ohio State didn't shoot the ball very well from three. I, I wondered, did you like what you forced them into shooting? Uh, and how did you feel you um, guarded them on the perimeter? I think two is hard to guard, like really hard to guard. I think four is ultra-fast. Obviously, we've played him in a scrimmage against Baylor when he was at Baylor. Number 10 on the touch, it's a basket. I think their perimeter is really, really difficult to guard. I actually told our guys that I thought tonight they would shoot 29 threes. Um, against Dayton, and against Oakland, they shot more threes than they did tonight. And I think some of that was they had such success attacking us off penetration. And we did a really poor job in that regard. But I, I think two was probably the, the catalyst of that. He just, he's just a hard guard. Uh, he was literally responsible for 50% of their baskets. That doesn't count that he made 60% of their free throws. He's just a hard guard. All right. Uh, that's Buzz. This just in. Bruin Report is reporting that UCLA is expected to fire head football coach Chip Kelly following the USC game Saturday. Kelly, in his sixth season in L.A., is 33-33 and 33 there. Uh, he was coming off a 9-4 and four bowl season. Um, earlier in the year, the Bruins were 6-2. and two. Um, I think the loss to Arizona State soured a lot of people uh, last weekend. A couple of quarterbacks were apparently hurt, according to Kelly, so they couldn't play. So we'll see uh, how this plays out. Uh, man, Chip Kelly, was his record at Oregon was, was unreal, if you'll, if you'll recall that. Seems like a long time ago now. Um, let's see. So he's seventy nine and forty. He was forty six and seven as a college coach when he was hired at UCLA. But apparently, his job is over at UCLA. Again, not definite yet, but. Uh, you don't want it, that story coming out before you're playing, you know, your rival USC. The good news is, I mean, if they can just 
you know, get a couple of turnovers or make two or three stops during the course of the game against USC, they can beat USC because USC can't get any turnovers or any stops. So we'll just see how that works out. All right, so Sunday, Ross Bjork, athletic director, met with the media after it was announced that Jimbo had been fired. And he answered our questions. We played a little of it yesterday. We're going to play a little bit more of it today. Uh, yeah, Ross, so first of all, to be clear, um, the Ole Miss loss was kind of the uh, last straw, but kind of it's, to- it's totality, Owen. It really is. It's You can't say it's one game because then what happens after last night, right? We had fun, right? We won by whatever, 41 points, right? So it's totality of how the program operates on a day-to-day basis. Something was not working to reach our full potential. So it's not one game, it's not one moment, it's not one win, one loss. But again, the timing of that game and the timing of things that were coming down the track, to me, we had to move this past week. Can you uh, shed some light on exactly where you were when you delivered that news to Jimbo and what his reaction was? Talking about this morning. Yeah, it was uh, within within Kyle Field is where we uh, met with him, and I would say it was quick and cordial. To the left, Sam, and then to the right, Brent. Ross, on the buyout, are you guys expecting that you will pay it in full? There's different parameters that are outlined in the contract, and again, those mechanics will be worked out as soon as we you know, touch base with his representation. And you talk about totality. I'm curious... What bothered you the most about how this program ran? Was it whether it was day-to-day, whether it was on-field, whatever? What, what bothered you most about where this program was? Yeah, honestly, just consistency and positivity and confidence. That's really what it boils down to. In that everything we do in this world rises and falls on leadership, good and bad. And so how you make decisions on a consistent basis, how leadership is provided on a consistent basis, that plays into we're going to run these plays, we're going to map these plays out on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we're going to practice them, and then in the game, do people have the confidence to run that play? It all adds up, no matter what the decision is, no matter if it's a tactical football decision or anything else. And so to me fundamentals of that process there was something just not clicking to provide confidence for everyone in the, in the program. Right, Travis, and then go to the left, Darrell. Awesome. What does the, the due diligence process look like for making sure that you have the funds for a buyout like this and were donors contacted put in, in, in uh, queue for this kind of thing? What did that process look like and how long did it take? Yeah. Well, Look, we have the best fundraising organization in college athletics, the 12th Man Foundation. And the board, and Travis, our CEO, they're phenomenal. And it's a collaborative working relationship while maintaining the independent structure of the 12th Man Foundation. And so those things are all important, the collaboration and the independence. And so there's buckets. There's buckets that the 12th Man Foundation houses within their structure. And uh, those are flexible funds that we had a conversation about and said those those funds are to benefit athletics. I mean, they raise money for championship athletics, right? And our mission is championship athletics and opportunities. So sit down, you have those conversations. They have uh, their discussions within their organization. And so that's the one-time funds. The ongoing payments that are required in the contract, those will be athletic department funds. We grow revenue. We have new TV deals coming up. We have new sponsorship contracts coming up. We're repurposing a lot of our revenue buckets. So we have a lot of new revenue coming our way too, but we also have to manage expenses. And so there's a lot of things within even the football budget that we've got flexibility on where we can still be at a high level, but we can also spend a lot less as well, but we can be a championship funded program. So we're gonna adjust all that. So it's all gonna be fluid. And here's the thing too about the funding. When we sit here in three years from now, what's the collegiate model anyway? 
where, what are we doing with the financial arrangement between the athlete and the institution? So the whole model is going to be evolving and changing. The same thing with our revenue and our expense model. The same thing with that. So we've got a plan. We're going to adjust, and we'll, we'll make this work. What was it about Elijah Robinson that stood out to Tatum as the winner? The players. The players are the most important. And in fact, I, I was on the practice field this week, and I was talking to a scout, and we were kind of checking out each uh, position group, and he was fixated on the defensive line group. Of course, there's a lot of talent there, but he was actually fixated on how they were being coached. So to me, Elijah is all about the players. The reaction was awesome today when uh, when he spoke to the team, and so I wanted somebody that the players would gravitate towards. It's going to be a lot coming it their way. We know what that means. And so I've already seen a lot of positivity around these leaderships. So that, that's really what it's all about. Left, Darryl. And one other thing, we have two experienced coordinators that know what they're doing with Coach Petrino and Durkin. And so that, that allows that, that decision as well. Ross? I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to phrase this correctly, yeah. but I'm going to guess that there are uh, 12-man fans out there that are thinking that we're wasting money. And I say we, as in the university, on on you know decisions like this. What contractual lessons do you learn from what you're going through right now? Everything, right? We'll analyze everything, and so that'll be part of the. The puzzle piece that we put together here in the coming days in terms of what does the market look like, what do contracts look like. There, there's a market for a lot different contracts than what we have, and you can hire a great coach. So we're going to look at all of that. So we have, we have to learn a lesson. Look, the dynamics around that decision in 2021, that's an institutional decision, but I take responsibility. I knew what was coming in the marketplace later that fall. So I knew that it was the right decision at that time because that's the information we had. It didn't work out. Clearly, it didn't work out. We're going to learn from that and make sure that we don't make those same mistakes again. Take a row on the right, Christy, then Cease. I know you weren't here when um, he was first hired, but when he was, everyone was like, you know, he's coming here to win a national championship, and he didn't even win an SEC championship. So how? Disappointing is that you're going to have to start again after having so much optimism. That's that's the hard part in all of this, right? Is there was how many coaches and one sitting head coaches won national championships? So everyone had tons of optimism, um, but again, it just goes back to the last couple of years. Do we have momentum? Do we have hope? How do we see things trending? And we just didn't see the trend lines improving, and so we thought. Let's make that decision now and and deal with you know, finances, deal with you know, what's going to come next, and go out and hire a great coach who's going to have a great plan, be highly organized, hire the right staff. You combine that with A&M resources, we're going to win a lot of football games. Two things. You mentioned to hire a winner. Will Robinson be considered for the job full-time? Right now, everybody's a candidate. Yeah. The second thing, I don't want to harp on 2021, but, you know, hindsight's the best. Has Jimbo changed as a coach or the way he coached when he first got here, or has college football changed any along those same lines? You know, I think, look, I think the best leaders adapt, whatever that means, right? And so, again, it's that description of it. Are you in the left passing lane going 55 and everybody's zooming by you in the right lane? Or are you in the left lane going 75? And so you have to adapt. You have to evolve. And I'm not going to say whether he did or didn't, but it didn't work. And we sit here today not at the level that we expect or that we have the potential to be. So that's why we're here. Thanks, Senator Chip. Russ, you've been here uh, five years, as you mentioned. This program over time, over history, has not had a lot of consistent winning. They've won a little bit, but not a lot. In your mind, what have you seen from the inside in these last five years that would have prevented that over the last half century or more? Yeah. I make, I make a joke um, when I speak to groups 
I got introduced in the uh, fall of 2019 as the latest athletic director at Texas A&M. That's not really a good thing, right? And so, to me, consistency of leadership, you can't, you can't do this. Now, we're making a change, so I get it. But we need to find somebody who can build this sustainable tenure. We have to. Can we find the next R.C. Slocum who can be here a long time, build it, win those championships? Consistency of leadership and continuity, it is so important. Look at the AM system. Look at Chancellor Sharp. It's been here a long time. Look at the growth. Look at the president tenure here at Texas A&M. I've been here four and a half years, and I'm on my fourth president. We've got to have consistency. And so to me, that's the key of getting the next hire right, is the consistent and continuity that we have to provide moving forward. Thanks, Brent. I'll see a lot of changes coming to the SEC next year. Yeah. Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league, Texas coming here. that impact your decision at all to make it move now? Here, here's, here's how I looked at it. Everything impacts the next year. But as we sit here, we finished the season, hopefully strong. The transfer portal is coming. Coming and going. Signing day. A bowl game. Maybe we hire some new assistant coaches and you know do those kind of changes. I wasn't confident in that plan, which then would have impacted the 2024 season. So it's not about transition of SEC. It's it's all about can we go through this next eight weeks and have the right plan and succeed in that environment to build for 24. And I I didn't see a pathway to then lead into 2024. Okay, Alex, and then Dave Wilson is going to wrap us up. Going over 25 minutes. When, when you got to meet with the Regents this week, how long were the conversations and what was just yes. kind of their response? Yeah, it's all, all that's executive executive session, Alex. Um, I'll just say, look, it was a robust conversation, and I'll just leave it at that. You know, there's, no, there's no vote. This was my decision to the President, Chancellor Sharp, and that was the end of the decision-making process. Of course, there's a discussion, but that's an uh, executive session. Uh, Dave, last question to wrap this up. Here's the mic. Ross, you said you weren't, didn't feel confident in the plan. Obviously, there were some changes that were uh, made last year in the coaching staff. Was that a point of contention uh, in any changes in the future? No, actually, uh, summer of 2022, we started talking about getting an offensive coordinator, as an example. So no, there was no contention in that plan. It was the right thing to do at the right time, and Jimbo was great. He and I had great conversations. All of that was rolling out. Coach Petrino has been been awesome to, to be around and his positivity and what he's done, I think, you know, with our quarterback room. So no point of contention. And, again, I feel bad for those guys because it didn't work out, but that was the right thing at the right time. And, again, simply overall leadership did not work out. All right, that was Ross Bjork from – Sunday. Uh, we carried that live on the zone, but I, I don't know if you've gotten to hear some. We played a little bit of it yesterday. Uh, producers Cooperative is closing up here in a few minutes, but they'll be open the rest of the week, 7.30 to 5.30 at Producers. Producers has been around since World War II. A handful of farmers and ranchers got together and created this ag co-op supply. Now it's the largest in Texas with over 10,000 members. Go online at producerscooperative.com, producerscooperative.com. Better yet, just go see them. They're right there on Texas Avenue, a little bit north of Highway 21. They have so much to offer. It won't be long. I'll be talking about Christmas ideas, and it's a really good place to go. Uh, Of course, a huge lawn and garden center and so much more. Producers Cooperative. Everything ag since 1943.
can hear the Paul Feinbaum Show weekdays 2 to 4 here on The Zone. Presented by Polaris Fun Center. Paul Feinbaum is, is SEC country and, and Aggieland is SEC country too. Jo- join Paul weekdays 2 to 4 here on The Zone. Polaris Fun Center sells and service Polaris ATVs, Rangers, Razors, Global Electric Cars, Brutus, and the Polaris Slingshot. Polaris Fun Center where they sell and service fun, not tractors. The voice of the SEC. Oh, and you can hear Paul Feinbaum weekdays 2 to 4 here on The Zone. This portion of the program is presented by West Webb, All Britain, and Gentry. When you need legal advice, it stands to reason you want a law firm with experienced attorneys. West Webb, All Britain, and Gentry has a well-earned reputation for integrity and a large team of professionals to meet your personal and commercial legal needs. Services include construction, banking, real estate, medical and health law, and estate planning, just to name a few. Call 694-7000 or online at westweblaw.com. West Webb has offices throughout the state with the principal office in College Station. to us by Southwest Card World. And guess who's in the news today, Mallory? Oh, the options are endless. Uh, but you, is only, it... you only get one guess. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift. Yes, it is T <laughs> Swift. What? Yeah. Crazy. Uh, oh my God. Is that crazy? Wild. <laughs> Who would have known? Not me. Gosh, man. Well, you're not lying. She's in New York. She is. She's back in New York City. Thank goodness. Wow. Uh, she's set out with musician Gracie uh, Abrams. I don't, I don't know. know. Who that is. Uh, good for you, girl. Um, I'm sure she's wonderful. At Freeman's Restaurant in Manhattan on Monday, after returning home from her weekend shows in Argentina, where she was joined by her beau, Travis no Kelsey. No way. The friends were spotted smiling and chatting as they made their way to dinner with Swift wearing a low-key look of a white mini dress, sheer black tights, and a navy blue breasted wool jacket. Hmm. Um, She accessorized her outfit with a green chain shoulder bag and with brown patent leather heels. Okay. Um, This does come shortly after opening her show – or opening – openly showing her affection, sorry, to Kelsey – um, during the Ares tour on Saturday, the singer was seen running to Kelsey's arms backstage and planting him with a kiss Uh-oh. after the show as they embraced and walked off the stage or walked off Good backstage together. How does she sleep? And I mean, I know she has a private jet, so it's probably easy, but yeah, <laughs> like I just don't. Is she a robot? I'm she sure has she be, has right? a, has a pretty nice little setup on her private jet. Well, I mean, I've got more. I've, okay. I've oh, yeah. so oh, many. I, I, oh, my gosh. Excellent. I'm just realizing how much news I have on her. Uh, 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 it's everywhere. And bedrooms across the world are the Taylor Swift trendsetters spending their weekend nights glued to their phones, tablets, and laptops. That's me. To watch the errors tour, <laughs> just like Chip. Oh, their lightning fast fingers are ready to pounce anytime the singer makes a joke has a flub or sh- or stops the digital world with a surprise announcement. Man, it must be exhausting. Must uh, be. Saturday night, as we know, <laughs> frantically posted videos of the kiss between Swift and Kel. I, I saw this video mm-hmm. from like 17 different angles, <laughs> way too many, probably 17 more times than I ever <laughs> wanted to. Like, it was insane. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> wow. Some of them ask for Venmo donations. Others have a patron or, patron or subscription-based channel. But most do it for their love of the international superstar and the community that she and her followings have created. Oh, my gosh. There was a fan um, at Taylor Era's tour on Instagram. A whopping 610,000 
600, yes, and 100,000, yes, thank you, sorry. Uh, following, engage on the page. That's so many people for a fan account. That's insane. Um, even Swift's backup dancer, all four of her backup uh, singers, and Gail, one of the opening acts, followed the account uh, run by someone in Roma- Romania, oh who's a 26-year-old. Um, it's an honor for me that they follow me and most of them interact with me. Oh, good God. Uh, Gail is the coolest person I've met. We interacted during the tour. Wow. No words. I love her. (laughs) Um, This girl spends two to three hours a day updating the account. Uh, Oh, it's sorry. He, he doesn't get paid. Of course not. He just does this out of admiration for the singer. Unbelievable. Oh, but switching gears. Yeah. we haven't talked about Donna Kelsey enough, you know, the, mom, the real star, the, mom, the real right? star of the Kelsey's. Yeah. Yes. She's given all her love and attention to Taylor Swift because Travis Kelsey's mom was spotted watching the singer's era tour film in theaters. So Wonder she supported she got she tickets. <laughs> Who knows? The options are endless, Chip. Um, Swifty Daniel Sparks said in her new TikTok, it was her first time, fourth time check fourth time this is her fourth time checking out the taylor swift concert movie she's a true fan but she spotted a familiar face while stepping out of the florida uh, movie theater uh once the credits rolled danielle said she bumped into donna and was shocked calling it one of the greatest moments of her freaking (laughs) life (laughs) the best part she said no one even knew donna was in the building during the screening after chatting it up with the with her according to danielle she's the sweetest human ever of course she is uh and she said she offered donna a friendship bracelet she politely declined (laughs) (laughs) because she's already got way too many i can only imagine as you know or we don't need to talk about them smooching again but she did what a lot of fans were shocked about taylor did switch up her lyrics chip oh no if you haven't heard i have not because it's literally constantly being cycled on every news source or social media outlet. Uh, she did end up saying, Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. Which, uh-oh. There you go. This is yeah, getting apparently. serious now. It's, it's about time. My gosh. For, it's about time for a breakup album. I'm just telling you. It's not time. You got to give it a full year. You got to mm-hmm. really build it up. Yeah, I don't know. She's got to get at least three, three or four albums out of this love story. Yeah, all right, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's true. It's real, Chip. It's real. Uh, speaking of real, <laughs> Jason Aldean and Kid Rock are headlining oh. a touring music festival. That will take them to seven small towns in the U.S. for seven massive shows. Beginning the day after my birthday, April 5th, in Gonzales, Louisiana. Aldine, Kid Rock, Miranda Lambert, Hank Williams Jr., Leonard Skinner, Travis Tritt, Lee Bryce, Nelly, Uncle Cracker, among others. Tickets are go on sale Friday morning at 10. The pre-sale is on Thursday. Prices range from $129.99 to $419.99 for VIP reserved seating. They will be in Ashland, Kentucky, Rome, Georgia, Ocala, Florida, Mobile, Alabama, Poplar Bluff, Missouri, and Anderson, South Carolina. Oh, I did you say? I did you say Nelly? Yeah, Nelly. I can see more dates being added to this baby. Oh, I mean, Jeff, this is going to be going? massive. No, um, the holdovers is getting pretty good reviews. It's a, a new movie that started this weekend. A love story between three lost souls searching for connection. No, oh. Paul Giamatti. Gets stuck looking after prep school kids who can't go home for Christmas with its retro title cards, grainy visuals, and soundtrack of folk rock staples by Cat Stevens, among others. They hope to capture the tenderness and melancholy of the director's favorite uh, films growing up. So it's gotten pretty good reviews, I will say. I'm behind on my movies. I am way we behind, go. which I always I know do you. during football season. I get behind. 
I guess that's uh, true. But, uh, I was about I, to say you're usually on top of it. I know. But, I, I need to catch up. I am way behind. I still haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon because I don't have three and a half hours. So, well, it's, uh, that's hard. I don't you know. know I don't know if you hours. saw this or not. Over the weekend, at the 2023 Thunder Gong event, presented by <laughs> okay. Steps of Faith, held in the Uptown Theater in Kansas City over the weekend. Jason Sudeikis, star of Ted Lasso, stepped on stage and sang Shallow from A Star is Born with Ted Lasso co-star Hannah Waddingham. And I'm telling you, these two tore it up. They can both sing. Better than the original? Well, after Sudeikis sang Bradley Cooper's opening verse... Will Forte was on stage. He was cut off by Waddingham, who came on stage with a booming voice. Her incredible vocals shouldn't be too much of a surprise to anyone who's followed her career as she picked up three Olivier Award nominations for her work in musicals, Spam a Lot, A Little Night Music, and Kiss Me Kate. According to the States of uh, Steps of Faith Foundation's website, the event has raised around $2.1 million in the last six years. This year's event brought in close to $3 million. So, wow, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's all pretty over cool. the Internet. You won't have a hard time finding it. But I was very surprised that Jason Sudeikis can carry a tune. Yeah, I mean, I w- that wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't fully su- expect that. Yeah, it was but, good. You know, it was real good. I feel like actors do that, you know. They, they randomly do. Yeah, some of them just, do, yeah. Good for you guys. Good for you. <laughs> Proud of y'all, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, you know what we haven't talked about in a long time? No. The Royals. No, we and haven't, actually. While it's been a really nice vacation for me on that, <laughs> I do have a story because today is King Charles' 75th no birthday. No way. It is. When, Who knew he was a Scorpio? Okay. So they're already in bed by now. You know, they're six hours yeah. uh, ahead of us or, or behind us or whatever that means. Uh, so Charles is probably OD'd on cake and ice cream by now. Yeah, he's already laid his crown on the pillow next yeah. to, on his nightstand. <laughs> After a hard day of being the king. Man, but let me tell you. Today also marks the launch of the Coronation Food Project to help diminish food waste by feeding those in need. Man, what a good guy he is. King Uh, Charles, is there anything he can't do? Well, yeah, uh, no. Um, Well, be liked, I guess. Likeable. That's kind of hard for him. But, um, yeah, but it's pretty great. I mean, it does. I mean, he's no Queen Elizabeth. No, whoever would be. But, no yeah. one could be Queen Elizabeth. No, um, right. He did pen um, the big issue published Tuesday, again today, to discuss his passion for fault solving food insecurity. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny, but uh, it's just <laughs> funny that this is a big issue that he cares about because it just doesn't seem like something he would. Uh, you, the outlet you, you know gives... what previous queens have said? Let them eat cake. Wonder if that's what he he said. Probably not. Right. I hope so. He, I hope that's has, what he opened with. <laughs> he has pe- he has people, you know, to write his speeches, so he probably wouldn't uh, be so cold-hearted, I'm thinking. Oh, man. Well, let me say this one quote from him. He said, For many years, I have been deeply concerned about the amount of food of which goes to waste ac- across our nation. That in itself is a tragedy. But there is a second part to this equation, and that is the extent to which too many families and individuals are missing out on nutritious meals due to the cost of living pressures that have caused hardship for so many across the country. It reminds me of the Seinfeld now, episode when they were eating the muffins and they, they were just eating the muffin tops and Elaine tried to get rid of the stumps and took it to the whole homeless shelter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and kind of. High hilarity. <laughs> Uh, ensued from there um okay you you i know you were a big fan of the golden bachelor uh jerry turner broke hearts across bachelor nason when he sent faith home last week 
Then he and Faith made everyone cry during their emotional reunion at the Women Tell All. Now that they've had time and everyone's had time to compose themselves, Jerry was asked about his thoughts of doing a golden bachelor in paradise. Which golden bachelor women do you think would thrive on a beach set dating show? Said Jerry, I don't know if that's something I would support, but I do know there's an awful lot of individuals from the Golden Bachelor who would be fantastic on the beach. They would have the time of their lives. Getting serious, Jerry says, each one of those exit views felt different from others. Because of the individual, I had a different reaction to it. But the fundamental agreement across the board was the sadness because they all had to leave. I absolutely would not <clears throat> consider myself qualified to teach a course on healthy breakups. Just because I did it 21 times does not make me an expert. <clears throat> that was a very hard meeting. The hardest part was I knew that she had already been emotional when I walked out on the stage. There's just no words, and when we hugged, we still told each other we loved one another. <sighs> Sorry. Wow. Yeah, I lost it a little bit there. It's just Ooh. so emotional. Real tearjerker. Yeah, very emotional. Where's the tissues? Yeah, oh. very emotional. <laughs> you know, I'd really like to see that girl who was causing a lot of trouble in the house. <laughs> I would just watch her on a bachelor or a gold or silver yeah. bachelor. Yeah, what else? Paradise. I yeah. think she's she's probably good TV. People, thinking, you know, sure. you gotta like a villain. Yeah, maybe you know? she'll be on the. Gotta ba- stir the maybe pot. She'll be the new bachelorette. <laughs> probably. Man. Can you imagine good the for her. Twenty-two-year-old reaction when she walked out. I think these <laughs> these older they need to like. Why you don't know. we just call it the Cougar Show? I, mean, I should be in television. I, 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 I should. What are you doing? Uh, not much. You know? Not. No. I've asked myself <laughs> well, that for years. What are you doing with your life, Chip? Dear, I'm, I'm talking been, about the Golden Bachelor. This has I'm been way more insightful. I'm talking about the Golden Bachelor. And Taylor Swift. <laughs> and, yeah. Who are you? Exactly. You're talking about Taylor Swift and the Golden Bachelor. Uh, my family is so proud. Um, they, they should be. <laughs> Jason Alexander, of course, George on Seinfeld, says he doesn't know anything about a potential revival. There's only one reason for that rumor, says Jason. Apparently, at the end of some stand-up thing, Seinfeld went, Larry David and I are thinking of something. Good for you. I don't know anything about it. No one called me. Apparently, they don't need George. The actor went on to note his former castmates are also clueless. They may not need Elaine, because Julia Louis-Dreyfus and I went, do you know anything about this? I don't know anything about this. I just talked to Michael Richards the other day. I don't know anything about it, he said. As Alexander alluded, buzz about a potential Seinfeld reunion began last month when Seinfeld hinted at revisiting the series finale. Something is going to happen that has to do with that ending, he said. It hasn't happened yet. Just what you're thinking about, Larry and I have also been thinking about, so you'll see. Louise Dreyfus uh, has also spoken about her lack of knowledge, saying, I just saw the news last night, and I don't know what the hell he's talking about. (laughs) So, I don't know. Stay tuned. He didn't tell you guys? Nope. Stay tuned. That's why we're here. Pass along stuff like that. That's right. So, Exactly. That's some that's some good news. It is. Um moving on. Okay. Angela moving on to reality TV. Yes. Why not? Angela White, or as we formerly know her as Black China, and Rob Kardashian's daughter Dream uh got back to back birthday parties this weekend and when one with her mom, she was a princess. Hmm. And well, dreams come true. The hmm. bash went down Sunday uh in Santa Monica where China or Angela White who now, again, goes by her real name, went all out with a Disney theme. 
uh, namely Princess and the Frog and Mama Bear, didn't spare any expense to make it the real deal. I don't know that I've ever had a themed birthday party. Have you ever ever had a themed birthday party? No, I think the only birthday party I really remember was when my mom had a birthday party for me at Burger King, and there was clowns, and it was very traumatizing. Uh, That's no all liked, I remember. Was was the was the Burger King king there, or that was before the burger? Because he creeps everybody out. I'm no, I think you it was wanna, before that. If you want to creep a room out, bring in the Burger King king. That guy is creepy. I mean, I don't, I don't it's want anything much. to do with him ever. His his smile on that face is oh just a little gosh. too much. I'm going to have it's nightmares tonight off. just bringing it back up. We don't well, like Well, I'm him. glad that we could, um, we could reignite that fear so in you. But anyways. Do you, know, do you know Jared Leto climbed the Empire State Building last week? He was promoting his band's it. upcoming world tour, scaling the east side from floors 86 to 104. Four, nearly 1,300 feet up in the air. The first person ever to legally climb on top of the Empire State Building. I mean, that's like, I mean, that's pretty good. You got to throw that legally in there. I know, but if you what saw the pictures. Doing... I mean, that's a long way up what there. Happened... That would scare me to death. What happened to just doing normal press things I for... Mean... Look, you know, upcoming. Look, I, first nice, of all, I didn't know? know Jared Leto had a band. All of these actors love to be in bands, and all the musicians want to act. But again, I actually did I, know Jared Leto had a band. Oh, but did you? Okay, well, you're. I, I actually knew that one. No. Well, his band actually, you know, they released. I can't think of any of the songs. Exactly. <laughs> I know if I heard them, uh, I'd be like, "Oh, that's right." I right, uh, like. 30 seconds to Mars or something uh, like that. I don't know. I don't know. Let, See, me do a, uh, let me do a birthday Sunday. <laughs> Brian Hyland turned 80 on Sunday. Booker T. Jones turned 79 on Sunday. Neil Young turned 78 on Sunday. Al Michaels turned 79 on Sunday. Barbara Fairchild turned 73 on Sunday. Megan Mullally, she's funny, turned 65 on Sunday. Um, yes. Oh, Ryan Gosling turned 43 on Sunday. Yesterday, mm. Mm, Ray Wiley Hubbard up against the wall. Redneck mother turned 77 yesterday. Joe Montaigne turned 76 yesterday. Whoopi Goldberg turned 68 yesterday. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Jimmy Kimmel turned 56 yesterday. About that. Uh, Let's see. Mm, That's enough. Let's do today, can we? Sure. Why not? Um, Let's see. Oh, drummer Travis Barker from Blink One A Two, or Courtney Kardashian's husband and baby daddy, Mister Courtney Kardashian. (laughs) He's forty-eight. How how old? Forty-eight. Okay. Uh, Patrick Warburton. He's funny. He was putty on Seinfeld. Turns mm. 59 today. D.B. Sweeney turns 62 today. Mm. You said a lot of the ones I already know. Josh Tuamel really turns 51 today. Okay. Mm. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Eh, that's probably enough, don't you think? I, I mean, I, I've never heard of any I of mean, these people. So me either. If but I, if it's your birthday, no, yeah, if it's your birthday, go crazy. Happy birthday to all of you. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I think we're back on Friday. I am out most of tomorrow. Although I will be doing the show, um, I, I, I will be here uh, right at the last second, which oh. I think kind of confirms what everybody knows is I just slap things together every day. All right. Uh, <laughs> Mallory is, is brought to Don't us. give away the secrets. So. Uh, uh, look, it's no secret. They already know what it sounds like. Mallory is brought to us by Southwest Card World. Southwest Card World and the Tower Point Shopping Center behind IHOP is always buying, selling, and trading. Southwest Card World has the newest sports card releases from Topps, Panini, and Leaf arriving every week, plus a huge selection of Pokemon cards. 
Southwest Card World fosters a family atmosphere for kids of all ages to learn the art of collecting. Be sure to check out the bargain bin and the hard-to-find credit cards. Aggie-owned and operated, Southwest Card World, Tower Point Shopping Center behind IHOP. As the holidays approach, it's time to create a cozy, festive atmosphere in your home. And Zorneman Flooring is here to help make your space merry and bright. From elegant hardwood to soft, luxurious carpets, we have the perfect flooring to complete your holiday decor. And just like a carefully wrapped gift, our expert team ensures flawless installation, transforming your home into a winter wonderland. Visit our showroom and let one of Santa's helpers assist with selections and make this holiday season unforgettable. Zorneman Flooring, where holiday dreams come to life. Click ZFloors.net. This is Passport to Texas. For Texas birders, it is sheer delight now that the annual Christmas bird count is nearly in sight. The Christmas bird count is a fantastic way for people to get involved in what we call citizen science. You can be a participant and help count birds during the Christmas season. Cliff Shackelford is a state ornithologist with Texas Parks and Wildlife. There's a three-week window that straddles Christmas where teams go out at specific times for 24 hours in a specific 15-mile radius circle and count birds. The Christmas bird count officially started in 1900. Even though it took a while for counts to get established in Texas, some bird counting circles in the state have been in existence for 60 years. So how can you participate? The first thing to do is find out if you live in or near a Christmas count circle. The next step is to find the count compiler, that person who's in charge of coordinating that circle and making sure that people are spread out and have a little piece of the pie and don't double up on certain sites. You can find your nearest Christmas bird count circle and the dates at audubon.org. For Texas Parks and Wildlife, I'm Cecilia Nasty. Texas Grill Supply is your outdoor kitchen and entertainment specialist. We carry all seven sizes of the Big Green Egg, gas and pellet grills, pizza ovens, and so much more. We also have barbecue accessories, including locally made seasonings. Whether you're looking to construct, update, or renovate your entire outdoor kitchen, our team is excited to help you create your outdoor dream living area. Texas Grill Supply, Aggie owned and operated one-stop local shop for all things grilling and chilling. Get them! I think I mentioned this at the time, but a couple of weeks ago, I had to get a windshield chip repaired, a rock uh, crack thing. So I go into Acme Glass, the uh, university location right there on Texas Avenue at Eastgate, and I pull in, and 10 minutes later, I am done. I am out. Um, I can't always promise you it'll be exactly like that. But it could be, and the idea is they will get it done and get you back on the road because they know your time is valuable. And when there's broken glass, especially at your home or or business, they know there are security issues, and they respond repeatedly in a timely fashion. There's a reason these folks have been doing this for a long time and have won just about every kind of community award you can win for being good neighbors and a part of this community. It's residential, commercial, it's automotive. If it's glass, Acme has it. You can hear the Paul Feinbaum Show weekdays 2 to 4 here on The Zone. Presented by Polaris Fun Center. Paul Feinbaum is SEC country. And and Aggieland is SEC country too. Join Paul weekdays 2 to 4 here on The Zone. Polaris Fun Center sells and service Polaris ATVs, Rangers, Lasers, Global Electric Cars, and the Polaris Slingshot. Polaris Fun Center, where they sell and service fun, not tractors. The voice of the SEC. And you can hear Paul Feinbaum weekdays 2 to 4 here on The Zone. All right, thanks to Ra- uh, thanks to Mallory, thanks to Elijah Robinson, Ross York. Uh, we will be back tomorrow here on The Zone. Constant sorrow his day. I am the man of constant sorrow. I've seen trouble.
wounded veteran i know how hard it is to hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.